Ladies and gentlemen, Ebony Moore, more like Ebony Noor, am I right? For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. More like Ebony Snore. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Cue music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Oh, gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmajer. And I'm the secret love trial between Rick Mayo and Adrian Edmondson. <laughs> I look like Rick Mayo and I sound like Abe. <laughs> I've got a leg. I've been down the morgue. I'm supposed to write an essay on it, right? But I think I'm going to stick it to a to the bottom of my car. Hey, Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, you are now most definitely experiencing a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. Yes, you are. Through the new bite holes in your head. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but blam, blam. Blam, blam, blam. Blam. We'll get to it. We'll get to it later on. Absolutely will we ever. That uh, was just an appetizer. This little, yeah. little appetizer. Get, get it? Because it? it's it? eating Cause... and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Brains. Uh, yes. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, we're here again. Another week. Uh, two of us in lockdown. One of us is not anymore, which is exciting. No, constricted. Okay, well you you're better off than us. Yes. You you got you went to the hairdressers. I think you I think you win. You went to the cinema, Michael. I think you win. <laughs> yeah, by myself. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Was the cinema were you the only one in the cinema? I was the only one. Oh, that's the dream. <laughs> Cinema all to yourself. All to I yourself. wasn't sure if I should turn off my phone or not. Yeah, I saw that post. I thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, well, we better get to it if we want to find out what you're watching. So, mm. Fulia, I'm yes. checking in with you first, of course. What have you been watching this week? Not a lot, to be honest. Uh, I have been busy with work and just trying to relax, and during the relaxed time, I've just been binging through uh, my wife and kids. Nice. So last we spoke, uh, I've managed to, within that week, get up to halfway through season four, which means I am about a season and a half away of finishing the show already. Wow. Because <laughs> it was only a five-season run. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a really easy consumable show to be honest so they're only like 20 minute episodes and they're awesome <laughs> I, I can't believe I haven't watched the whole show from start to finish and I'm so glad I'm doing it now <laughs> oh, nice <laughs> it's so good um and every time you know the shows an episode starts there's always another weigh-in family member in the credits <laughs> <laughs> 
So it's pretty much become a family business show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it that is really called cool. My Wife and Kids. Yes, ironically. <laughs> um, yeah, well, like I think a couple of the episodes was um, written by a Wayans. Um, I can't remember which one, but yeah. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Gary. Um yeah, uh, and uh, the other thing I have been uh, watching as well, apart from What If, which we will touch on later, I uh, managed to get back into Lucifer. Hey! Um, I am now two episodes away from finishing the show, and Ooh. I am really, really nervous. <laughs> yeah. Because if the post that I made on Facebook mean it said anything, <laughs> uh, I essentially, there was an episode in season five towards the end uh, where there was something tragic that happened and it made me blubber cry, oh. like really, really bad. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, I was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how dare you, Lucifer Freaking writers, why? (laughs) (laughs) Or more so, Neil Gaiman, because it's based off his stories. Yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss this show. It is so good. (laughs) And we're getting to the point where character arcs are finalized or being finalized. Um, Yeah, a lot has happened so far and they're... It's just, it's amazing how far this show has come and just the amount of fans that are out there for the show. Um, and I'm, I'm so glad to be one of the Lucy fans. <laughs> well, um, the, uh, are you a follower or follower of Satan, are you? <laughs> not particularly, <laughs> but I am a follower of this show, which coincidentally is about... Lucifer, who is the devil, but you know. Anyway, yeah. um, if any if anybody knows the lore, he is an archangel, <laughs> fallen, fallen angel. All right, we'll say that he was the king of hell for a while. <laughs> but things happen in the show that you know gives him a nicer ending, I suppose. Um. But for those of you who haven't watched it, I suggest you go and check it out because it's it's really good and I've been enjoying it a lot. So um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, especially since season six only just dropped like a cut. What is it like a week or two ago? Um, yeah, so, very yeah. recently. Yeah, it was very recent. So I'm not going to say anything else. But yeah, I am two episodes away from finishing the episodes for this season for season six. They're roughly around the hour mark. So between 50 Ooh. minutes to an hour each episode. So I've been wondering why these episodes felt a lot longer than usual. <laughs> and then I checked the runtime and I'm like, oh, that okay, that explains a lot. <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to finish off the last, because um, I had five episodes left before um, jumping on to do the podcast and, I only managed to watch three of them because of how long the episodes were. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's been my week of watchings. How, how, 
are you, Michael? What have you been, <laughs> <laughs> have you been watching? <laughs> I completely my my sentence structure just went out the window. <laughs> well, no, I'm I, I, I'm not fans of the devil. Okay, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it it very sounds interesting. I mean, I mean. I'm probably in the same sort of mindset as uh, Supernatural. I I know it's around, but I haven't seen it at all. So all all props for people who 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 like Lucifer and his works. Um, yeah, uh, I've been watching a couple of things this week. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, small things like Animaniacs. The new the new Animaniacs is now on Stan. So having fun Ooh. with that. Nice. Uh, Yay. Setting myself up for the second season to come out in November. Um what else is there? Oh, uh my my little girl is getting into um uh, Studio Ghibli. <gasps> <laughs> Yay. Uh, uh we sat down to watch uh my, na- my uh my neighbor Totoro. Uh, Yay. <laughs> and then this week, well, it was last week, last Wednesday. And this week, she said, "I want to watch that one again." And it's like, okay, so she she's she she likes it. <laughs> Yay, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, we've also seen the um, um, what's the other one? Uh, the 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 fish that turns into a little girl. Ponyo. Ponyo. Yeah, uh, seen that one uh, with um, <laughs> with uh, with uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, blanking on names. Whatever's. Uh, but he, he's cool. He, he's he, he's fish daddy in that one. <laughs> uh, so seen that one. So trying to think of the next one to watch. Maybe How's Moving Castle because I've seen that one. But I don't know. May may maybe maybe the um maybe the 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 pilot that's a pig. That one. Oh, Porco Rosso. Yeah, Porco Rosso. Okay. May I suggest The Cat Returns? The Cat Returns? Yeah. It's got Tim Curry in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Def- Tim Curry and oh, what's his name that played Robin Hood in Men in Tights? Carrie Elwes. Carrie Elwes, yeah. Ah, oh, nice. the Robin Hood that can speak in an English accent. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take that. Um, yeah, so we, we've been watching some Studio Ghibli because you know it's on Netflix, and I haven't yeah. seen it. And it will be good to introduce my kids into something else that's not Disney, um, Japanese Disney, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, another thing that I've seen, and I've, I'm actually starting to see, is the only uh, only murders in the building. I've been starting oh. to watch that. Yes, I'm re- you liking it? Yes, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. I watched the most recent episode that came out this week, which was episode four. Yeah, same. Uh, Sting. Yeah. Sting, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Sting. Spoilers for Sting. <laughs> uh, another, another, another little thing. I watched uh, BMX Bandits for no apparent reason, apparently. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no apparent reason. Oh really? <laughs> no no apparent reason because I didn't I didn't use it for anything. I just watched it just out of the blue. 
Yeah, so randomly. And what did you think of the film? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. Um, and dare I say, I agree with Quinton. Um, <laughs> but that may be just to annoy two people. <laughs> <laughs> and only Kendall knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. And the people who've actually listened to that podcast, mm. which we'll talk about later on. Hint, hint. Yes, yes we will. We will. Yeah. Um, but as as uh, Kendall po- pointed out, that I did go to the movies. Um, where I live, uh, restrictions have eased, so uh, I got my chance to actually go to the movies. And I was hoping to. Uh, I was hoping that San Chi was going to be um, out, so I can just do a, a double feature. Yeah, because uh, it was my day off. But no, it's actually coming out next week. So. Ah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, on the 16th. Mm. So, fingers crossed we're okay. still out of lockdown. <laughs> I'll pray for you. Yes. But the movie that I did see was Free Guy. Uh, and not to spoil anything about it, I really, really enjoyed it. Great. Uh, uh, as a comedy standpoint, really fun. Uh, and as a, a philosophy standpoint, I really enjoyed what they were, what they were doing. So, I really enjoyed it. And nice, because you can't you can't fault Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I mean, if you like his quips, then you know you you enjoy it, and yeah, and Tiger as well. You know, <laughs> even though they didn't have any screen time together, but still, spoilers, of course. But <laughs> is that really a spoilers? Ryan That's Reynolds fine. is in the game, and he's the creator. Well, yeah, because you see the tra- in the trailer that they're not. Together, so it's no. one would assume that they never cross paths because one one is real and one isn't technically real. Or is he real? Or is he? Mm, that's a philosophical mm. question. Oh, uh, yeah, and I really enjoy that, and I rate it. Um, uh, uh, nah, I don't rate things. <laughs> I was trying to do a fu- funny thing, but uh, otherwise I would be spoiling it. But there you go. And a lot of cameos as well. Well, not a lot I've of heard, cameos, but it, a are. lot of cameos that you can pick out, and a lot of voice cameos as well. So be be out be out looking and listening out for them. Uh, yes, uh, probably my big thing that I watched. Well, one more thing. I watched The Witches as well on Netflix. The um, Anne Hathaway version. Yes. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, good. I enjoyed what they did and how they handled, handled it. It's definitely different from the from the first one. Um, I much prefer the look of the witches in the, f- in the first one because it's all practical and it's like, it actually looks like a witch. Uh, Anne Hathaway's witch kind of <laughs> looks like a vampire from The Frighteners. You know, just sort of, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Not really witchy for me. It's more of a witchy poo. Um, yeah, <laughs> and it was really great. Uh, directed by by um, by, by um, a guy who also who also did yeah. Back to the Future. Yes, yes. You want me to tell you his name? Yes, please. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you could definitely you could definitely see his fingerprints on it like okay. oh, m- most of his work so it, it was really enjoyable and i really enjoyed the score as well uh uh alan uh sylvestri sylvestri as well i can Great. never 
I've I've only seen his his last name like spelled out. I've never seen uh, Silver Tree. <laughs> Alan Silver Tree. Alan Silver Tree. Uh, dare I say one of my favorite composers for movies. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's in mean, my top five. Yeah, move over, Williams. Sucker dicks, Zemmer. <laughs> you and your bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the bar. It's all about the bar. <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoyed it, and it's definitely definitely creepy and 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 great. So. Maybe a bit of a maybe my kid's a bit young to watch that still, so I'll probably give it another I don't know five years. Yeah, safe. Yeah, before before I completely scar scar her for life. But of course, <laughs> my big thing is is Rick and Morty. I finally remember um, talking Yay. about Rick and Morty. Uh, the <laughs> the the two parter, the the nine and the ten, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I really enjoy the fact that they completely burned out all the canon. Which, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which I think is a big fuck you to the fans. Totally. <laughs> Absolutely. So so basically, it's like, okay, this is what you want. There you go. Now, can we do our own thing? Please. It's our show. We can do what we want. <laughs> so, so yeah, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the, this week's Rick and Morty uh, part one and two. Uh, two crows. Always good. <laughs> what about you, Kendall? Yes, me. Uh, yeah, Rick and Morty. Good segue. I did also enjoy the last two episodes of uh, season five. Um, uh, yeah, I watched. I watched a breakdown video on YouTube about it, and they specifically mentioned they were like, you know, they're taking the piss. Like here, we're gonna wrap this all up. Because you've been asking for it, we don't want to do it because we're not canonical. And they even reference it in the episode. They like there's like fourth wall breaking dialogue and shit that Rick says. Um, that yeah, it was highly amusing. But um, but yeah, so I I really I really liked the way it all kind of came together at the end. But they still left it open to do more. Oh yeah, more stuff eventually. But I suppose there'll be one episode down. You know. Probably one episode in season six that'll maybe cover it, but the rest will will be standalone stuff. I think. Yeah, I mean anything with uh, e- uh, evil Morty, well, quote unquote evil Morty, mm. but you can sort of see why he wants to do it. I mean, <laughs> fuck. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Hmm. Yeah, really cool. And now he's he's in his own in his own universe, basically. So. Yeah, yeah, he's out of that curve thing he was talking about. Uh, he he got away. Uh, yeah, that was great. That was really cool. Very very happy with the way that ended. Um, yeah, no Brooklyn Nine Nine this week though. They took a week off, um, so their last two episodes are going to be airing this coming week. So there's that to look forward to and probably cry about because I'm sad it's ending. Um, what else shall I mention? Um, a couple of things. I, uh, well, yesterday was 20 years since September 11. Um, so there's a a really good documentary that Wayne recommended I check out. It's on Netflix right now. It's called Turning Point. 
uh, 9-11 and the War on Terror, I believe is the full title. And uh, it's a five-part docu-series done by Netflix um, that has heaps of people interviewed. Uh, and um, it basically kind of tackles the story of 9-11 in a way that I'd not really uh, absorbed myself because usually things that I watch to do with it just kind of focus on the day and the attacks like on the day um, because there's so much to just unpack and and discuss and, you know, take in from just that event. Um, but no, this series actually goes into um, not just September 11, but what led up to it and the fallout from it and um, the situation in Afghanistan as well, even to present day. They literally went all the way up to just before Afghanistan's government collapsed recently mm. um, and, the, and the Taliban took it back over. The pullout, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is so awful. Um, but So it goes into a lot of political discussion about uh, the war on terror and how, you know, America just kind of fuck shit up <laughs> um the really war on an adjective oh god it was it made me so angry um so fucking angry like really like so many soldiers i was seeing footage and they were talking to soldiers of, uh, just saying like we don't know why we're here <laughs> and i was like really <laughs> oh my god because i knew i knew the iraq war was a bunch of bullshit but yeah i didn't realize the the afghanistan stuff also kind of descended into nothingness after a time um yeah so it's fascinating stuff if you're into that kind of historical kind of you know um focus like it's very you know very focused on on some pretty insane events that have happened um yeah it's 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 really fascinating and definitely worth a watch and super educational as well because mm. i learned about i learned a bunch of stuff i didn't even know um about it all so um yeah, and the other takeaway I took from it is that Christian Bale did a very good job of playing Dick Cheney <laughs> in Vice because there's footage of Dick Cheney, like the real Dick Cheney, obviously, in this documentary. Yeah. And and I remember I just remember seeing Vice when it came out. And I freaking love that movie. I I haven't rewatched it though because my one experience watching it was so good. I'm like I'm never going to repeat this, so I'm just not going to watch it again. I mean, I probably will eventually, but I was just like fucking that. That is Christian Bale when I was looking at him. I'm like, for fuck's sake, he's so good. Anyway, just had to mention that. Um, so that's on Netflix. Check it out. And then the other thing I need to mention uh, is the fact that I'm in season two of The X-Files now. So hey. so that's cool. <laughs> I'm still in uh, one. You're still in one. Okay. <laughs> is that ace? Uh, <laughs> oh, is it now? No, it's not a race. I take that back. I was joking. I'll be <laughs> up to season definitely... four by the next week. Yeah, literally. <laughs> it's definitely not a race. Uh, yeah, no, I I, um, I finished season one literally last night. Um, and yeah, and it ended on a really good cliffhanger and started season two this morning. So that was really, really good. Still going very well. Still enjoying it. And I, and I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention the other thing I watched because you know it wouldn't be me if I didn't mention this but I rewatched Loki during the week oh <laughs> um because the, the, t the tv show the tv show yes of course um worth I the rewatch I didn't just stare at a picture of Tom Hiddleston for five hours well you know I would I would do that um no um yes totally worth the rewatch uh my my bubble buddy Christina came over 
um, because she doesn't have Disney Plus. So, uh, and I know she wanted to watch it. So she came over and we watched, we binged it. Um, I got to say, it's not as good as a binge. Um, I definitely liked the um, the anticipation of the week to week and the cliffhangers. Mm. They're quite more effective when you're waiting seven days in between each. Um, so, but it's still like it's incredibly rewatchable. Um, but yeah, I think I just preferred the spacing out of it instead of the, you know, all all in one go. But I, but yeah, she really liked it, and I I was happy about that. So. Yeah, good stuff. Next, we'll do Falcon Winter Soldier and see how that goes. Which, <laughs> You're working backwards, eh? Working backwards, yeah. Yeah. Balance, yeah. It's like this first time was Final Destination 1 and this is Final Destination 2. Working backwards to, anyway, making references to things people don't understand. It's fine. <laughs> no, I understand. Oh, okay, good. I, ju- I, just, refer, I just refer Final Destination as a comedy. <laughs> Yeah, some of those deaths are pretty amusing. Because Sammy um, introduced me because we're way back when, before we had kids, we were really into our horror genre, and I haven't seen them. So, and she's like a big fan. It's like, oh, you got to see these. These are really creepy and scary. And by the second one, it's like, this is funny. This is really, really funny. <laughs> people are trying to cheat death, and, and, and all these people are dying. I, it's, I'm a big fan of Wiley e. Coyote. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Yeah. So, especially what sort of turned turned me into oh, this is a comedy is is when that kid got flattened by the pe- by the window. Uh, yeah. And he, and he concertinaed <laughs> down. It's like he did. <laughs> I just laughed my ass off, and <laughs> and Sammy just punched me in the in the guts. I was like, what? Stop it! You're ruining it for. For me, it's like you've seen it. I haven't. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoy it. I love those movies. It's my favorite horror franchise. I think so oh. good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. No, I just love the concept of death as a villain. I just think it's very, very creative. <laughs> it's a it's a different kind of slasher movie. Yeah. Well, death is always the the villain. The villain in every movie. Yeah, and life. Anyway, before we get too morbid, I think that's <laughs> that's about the time we wrap on up our little opening intro, what, what we've been watching, because it's time, my friends, for the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most S, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Oh, righty then, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the nerdy news. And starting the news this week, unfortunately, we must get sad for a a tiny second because we have to acknowledge uh, the tragic passing of Michael K. Williams this week at the uh, young age of 54. Um, An incredibly talented actor, um, a a force to be reckoned with on on the screen, that's for sure. Um, Of course, he is most known for his role as Omar Little in The Wire. Um, and I have not yet seen The Wire myself, but by all accounts, uh, it is one of the greatest shows ever done, and his performance in it uh, stands out amongst the incredible cast. 
Um, he's also known for his role on Boardwalk Empire, where he played Chalky White uh, during the run of that series. And then most recently, for which he is also up for an Emmy nomination, he was Montrose Freeman in Lovecraft Country. Um, and Mike, I'm sure you agree, he was an incredible performance uh, mm. A, a, an incredible performance on on the screen. Every episode, every scene he was in, he stole it um, quite easily. Um, yeah, so I really need to get into The Wire now to appreciate his work because I was looking through his IMDb and there is not a ton of his stuff that I've seen, but I greatly appreciated his performance in Lovecraft Country, that's for sure. He broke my heart as Montrose quite a bit. Michael, do you have any thoughts on the late Michael K. Williams? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's such a tragic loss and he's, and he's gone too soon. I mean, um, he was, he was definitely a prolific, um, character actor, like doing, doing just, just bits and pieces and also, um, voiceover work. Like, I, like, um, something that he's done that people don't know. Uh, he was in F for Family. That's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Yeah, he played he played uh, Smokey Greenwood, <laughs> and and uh, he was um, Hank's um, no, sorry, Frank's um, employee for a bit when he lost his job at the airport, and uh, his job was to f- fill up uh, vending machines and, and stuff like that, and in these in these clapped out vans as well. So it was sort of like that sort of so, sort of a, a seedy character, but funny. Uh, and um uh and uh he he was the one that um made made Hank and his wife uh, pregnant as well because there was also a vending he also does vending machines for for um condoms as well <laughs> and, and 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 an end bit for one one of the episodes was was he got got like the string of condoms is like it's like safe 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 baby and he's got like a pin <laughs> safe 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 baby wow <laughs> so so yeah that that's a fun, fun show i really enjoy, enjoyed f for family um uh so, <laughs> something that um i can actually stand be, being uh being a comedy that's sort of about a uh, domestic abuse but still they they love each other in a way <laughs> so so yeah and he will be will be missed i mean jeez uh and another michael as well you know always good there's, yeah. There's not many, many of us. Them. There's not many of us. But still, we we still <laughs> enjoyed it. Yeah. And Lovecraft mm. Country, of course. Yeah, his character um yeah, as you said, it's just heartbreaking and <sighs> such a tortured soul and you can sort of mm. see it that he's just acting his heart out and it's really glad that something like like that role is probably going to be his most known as well as The Wire as well. And yeah, solely missed. Mm. Yeah, most definitely will be missed, that's for sure. Okay, let's move into some other news now. Uh, during the week, Disney uh, announced a bunch of new release dates, uh, specifically for some upcoming MCU movies. Now, we don't know exactly um, what movies are going to be coming out in these slots. We can only speculate at this point. Uh, because Phase 5 has not been fully, well, at all announced. We don't know what the release order is. I imagine um, 
They're probably saving some announcements for the investor call in December like they did last year when they were like, look at every single thing we're doing and it's going to take you uh, three hours plus to discuss it on a podcast. Um, <laughs> um, or they could be waiting for Comic-Con, uh, whether that's New York Comic-Con or San Diego next year or D23. But who knows? We'll eventually get some locked-in dates. However, the dates stand as follows. We have uh, four movies added to 2024. Um, so we've got February the 16th, May the 3rd, July the 26th, and November 8th. Um, I was talking to one of my friends about this recently and I tell you, they're missing a trick here because, you know, we're, we all know there's a Fantastic Four film coming, right? And, you know, if it was to come out in 2024, the perfect release date would be the 4th of April, right? Uh, because here in Australia, movies are released on Thursdays and turns out in 2024, the 4th of April is actually a Thursday, so... Just saying, Kevin Feige. I know, I know you're a big fan of this podcast, but get your shit together. Um, yeah. Full- Sony isn't. <laughs> no. Pushing well, Spider-Man we'll- all the way to Christmas. We'll talk about Sony in a moment. Uh, but yeah, Fulia, do you have uh, any thoughts and feelings about about this? Four movies in 2024. How cool. <laughs> yeah, it's still a bit far away to sort of speculate what the movies will be. Um, and I'm not sure what movies it could be. So, but just knowing that we're going to get quite a few of them in the same year, that for me is awesome. Um, yes. In that sense. Um, but just now all it is, is just, we just need a little title. What franchise is it? <laughs> <laughs> just need that. Um, and then, then I'll be hyped. But for now, let's just sit and wonder and just wait because we're almost at the end of 2021. Um, and in that instance, we'll be about two years away. So yeah. Correct. Cool. (laughs) Awesome. Mike, do you have any thoughts on this? Not particularly. I mean, we just got dates and just dates to salivate over. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> what could they be? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Fantastic Four. I don't know. I still think they probably introduce them in individual movies before, before, maybe before their their main one. I don't know. Maybe we'll see if there's time. <laughs> Is there time, Kendall? Oh, there's always time. Um. Apart from Fantastic Four, I should mention that there are some other Marvel movies that uh, are confirmed or, or rumoured that could be filling those dates are, of course, the Blade film starring Mahershala Ali. Still oh, yeah, does not have a release date. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Captain America 4 um, with Anthony Mackie as Cap. Um, doesn't have a date yet. Uh, Deadpool 3, which they've said will be MCU, could be one of those dates. Uh, and a rumoured X-Men project, maybe. But I'm not... I'm taking that one with a grain of salt. Let's mm. just say that at this point. Because X-Men, eventually. I'm in no rush. We've had some X-Men recently. I'm in no rush to get to them again. Let's 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 get Fantastic Four right first, and then we'll see how we go. 
<laughs> Fourth time's charm. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that'll be the tag. That'll be the tagline. Ah, <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. Um, in more MCU-related news, uh, it seems to be that the Russo brothers may not direct another MCU film. Um, now, this is apparently uh, because of uh, the fallout from the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit with Disney um, regarding the re- release of Black Widow on both uh, in both theaters and on Disney Plus. Um, that lawsuit is, of course, still ongoing, but the Russos, because Disney is not able to guarantee how they would be paid for their duties um, and what the release window would look like for whatever film they would work on at this point, uh, apparently they have reached a bit of an impasse as to what to do about it. So, um, yeah, for the, at least for the foreseeable future, they will not be returning to the MCU. And personally, I'm okay with that only because, I mean, they've given us, you know, four incredible movies that defined the infinity saga, literally. So I don't, I don't think we need any of them to like either of them to come back in any capacity just now. Uh, I mean, maybe for Captain America four, that'd be nice. Um, especially considering, I mean, Marcus and McFeely, the screenwriters of all the Captain America films are not involved with that one. But then again, maybe it would stand to reason to have a different directorial vision for that project. Um, yeah, New Blood. And that's another reason why I'm okay with the Russos not coming back is because um, they've done their time. They've given us, like I said, they've given us some incredible movies and it would be nice to see some up-and-coming directors. Um, they, some, yeah, They some, gave some us new... time and they gave us travelling through time. Yes, they did. <laughs> and fucking yes, up the did. continuity. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we love them for it. Um but yes, yes. So it'd be nice to see, yeah, some different, different talents, uh, you know, being given the the limelight um, in the upcoming phase four and five. So um, those are my thoughts. Fulia, do you have any any feelings either way on this? Uh not not particularly to be honest. They've pretty much, like you've said, you've pretty much um, hit the nail on the on the head the Kendall, that um you know they've given us so many amazing films uh in, like recently in the last decade so especially with the MCU's um you know the big major ones and uh, honestly i feel like they kind of deserve a break from it all <laughs> yeah yeah let them do other things too yeah um it's nice to also you know it's it's a bit, it's nice to see them sort of branch out into other pro, uh, other projects as well as like producers and stuff too um so in this instance you know the, um yeah they they i think they've done more than enough work for the mcu they're they're getting all the monies for that so <laughs> um i think it's uh i think it's a good thing that they're moving on to bigger and better things i hope um so and I wish them all the best in their future endeavors. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure, Michael. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> if they're not good enough for my MCU, they're not good enough for anything else. <laughs> Fair enough. And that is my TED talk. <laughs> 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 nah, you know it is a bit of a shame, uh, but you know. 
we've all said it. The they've <laughs> the the um the uh it's, it's a pretty high bar especially after Endgame. Mhm. I mean, no movie has really succeeded uh people's expectations after that, so <laughs> it's all downhill from here. <laughs> and we haven't even seen Shang Chi yet. No. And that ending's but... already been spoiled for me. Fuck it. No, don't. No spoilers. I hear nothing. <laughs> Although it's kind of pointless. I got headphones in. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, hi Kendall. <laughs> he said what he needed to say. Did you, did you just say hi? Hi. Hi. Insert. Um, you'll go. <laughs> Your turn. Thanks, man. It's all right. How does it feel um, that I'm probably going to see Shang Chi before you? I'm very happy for you. <laughs> No, she's not. <laughs> no, I am. I am. But I'm just secretly dying inside. That's all. It's all right. I'll put. Uh, I'll probably be by myself again. So I'll. I'll. I'll go on. Um, I'll go Facebook Live it. <laughs> Do a Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. For for all my peeps who are in lockdown. No. Thank you, but don't do that because that's that's naughty. <laughs> well, I am a naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're definitely not the Messiah. Um. <laughs> My name's not Brian. <laughs> All right. Um, next item in the news for discussion uh, is Sony Marvel. I did say earlier. Speak. We will. We will get to Sony. Um, because they have decided to now bring forward the release date of Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Um, it's been moved a bunch of times, of course, because of the pandemic and other other reasons. Um, and it was only a couple of weeks ago moved back to this date of the 15th of October. But now it has been brought forward a whole two weeks to the very 1st of October, <laughs> which is very, very, very soon. Uh, so that's exciting for people who are looking forward to that. Um, the reason for the move forward has not specifically been stated, but it's widely theorized that uh, it's due to the box office success of Shang-Chi, um, which did insanely well yeah. opening weekend in the States. Um, made Made more money than Black Widow did, more money than... I think Free Guy as well, and uh, there's another movie that's uh, Suicide Squad made more money than Suicide Squad. So, um, and also it broke a record mm. for uh, Labor Day uh, for the yes, Labor Day was, release. Yeah, it was the biggest biggest opening box office for a Labor Day weekend film yeah. ever, which in a pandemic is insane. Yeah, uh, the previous was uh, Rob Zombie's first uh, Halloween. Wow, they were. They really must not release movies Labor Day weekend then, I guess. Well, people are on holidays and stuff. True, I guess. I don't know. Well, good for Shang-Chi. It's also also getting insanely good reviews, so I can't wait to see it. Take that, Um, haters. (laughs) Exactly. 
Um, but nevertheless, uh, I think Sony have gone. Okay, people are people are keen to go back to the cinema now. We're getting into this new normal of everybody, you know, most well most people being vaxxed, especially in the United States. Um, so yeah, people are going back to the movies finally. Uh, so Sony are like, yep, yeah, let's just go for it. See what happens. Um, so yeah, good news all around. Fulia, um, does this excite you that you get to see it a couple of weeks earlier if you're going to go see it? Oh, well, it all depends on whether or not we'll still be in lockdown here in Melbs. Um, <laughs> cause apparently it's been extended till then. So who freaking knows? <laughs> Melbs. 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 Or I call it Melbs sometimes too. I've never heard that. I don't know. It's the first time I'm using it. Thought I'd give it a go. The big smoke. Run with it. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I'm kind of neither here or there about it. Uh, I like. I'll watch it whenever I get around to it. If it's not in the cinema, I don't think it's gonna be too much of an issue for me. Even if I wait until it comes out to whatever streaming service. Um, Netflix probably. Yeah. yeah I don't probably. know. Um, but yeah, at this stage, the, the date being brought forward is probably more so for those of you in North America. Um, because for, for, for us, it's a little bit more difficult because our cinemas are still closed. Yeah. A lot of cinemas (laughs) in Australia are still closed. Yes. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) particularly, particularly in Melbourne and Sydney. Mm. Yeah. Especially. Uh, so yeah, look. It's cool that they brought it forward by two weeks. It means that people can go see it sooner rather than later. Um, but, yeah, uh, for me, it's just more of a I'll see it when I see it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Michael, what are your, your thoughts? Does this excite you? Uh, yeah, in a way. Um, I've also heard something that's a bit concerning, but maybe it's all right. Uh, I've heard what the runtime is. Yeah, isn't it like really short? Ninety minutes. Yeah, is a little bit concerning. Yes. Hmm. So, mm, for a superhero film. Yeah. Don't they have enough stuff to put in? I don't know. Ah, <laughs> oh, who knows? So, yeah, earlier the better. Get it over and done with. <laughs> Let there be carnage. What about you, Kendall? Do you like carnage? <laughs> Have a dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Mm, love that. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Venom Let There Be Carnage. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be good because I, I don't know if... You remember my thoughts on the trailers for it. I was like, eh, it could be good, but I just, I'm just i not entirely sold. But I'm still going to go watch it because I, I did enjoy the first one. Yeah. Um, just Tom, Tom Hardy, Hardy is, yeah, yeah, talking to himself is always always good. It's just great, yeah. It's good value for money. <laughs> and, I'm ho- and look, yeah, and I'm hoping uh, Woody Harrelson does the same thing. Oh, he's gonna chew the fucking scenery though. Fuck yeah, he's gonna eat it literally. He's <laughs> gonna eat eat that scenery. He's gonna chop it up with his knives and then eat it. Chompy, chompy, chompy. Yes. Um, I will have. I will say one thing about the ninety minute runtime announcement um i hope that just means the plot is succinct and well paced and fast paced and just nice like just 
clean cut done. Hmm. Finger, that's all. I, if it's going to be that short, then that's what we want. But yeah, I am apprehensive. <laughs> Maybe there was a subplot of like a pandemic or something. <laughs> and they had to cut it down like they did. They did a. Winter they did soldier. a Falcon Winter Soldier, yeah. yeah. Oh no. And then let's hope not. And then uh, a um a character just dies without any screen time whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, a character that was supposed to fit into the plot yeah. and now does not because of and they're just there dying for no yeah, anyway. 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 Let's not let's not get into it. Alright. Speaking of uh release dates shuffling around, um, the Mad Max Fury Road prequel, Furiosa, starring Anya Taylor-Joy, um, has been delayed uh, from its original date of the 23rd of June, 2023. It has now moved almost an entire year to the 24th of May, 2024. Um, interesting. I didn't even realize that movie was that far away in the first place, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's even further away. Uh, no reason was given for this shifting. Um, no pandemic related anything on this one. Uh, I'm guessing it must just be a matter of scheduling, uh, the cast, I would say, uh, cast and crew issues, potentially production stuff. I don't know. They, they didn't say why. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see this. I think it'll be really, really good. Um, and especially to see, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, as Furiosa, because she's a very talented actress, but I've never, or we've never, I should say collectively, never really seen her do anything of this nature in, like, sort of an action genre. Um, obviously, there's going to be a lot of drama to it as well, but, yeah, very different kind of role for her, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, Mike, are you, you is this one on your radar at all? Do you reckon it'll be good? Uh, yeah. I mean... Miller, he's he always takes his time, so he does. <laughs> so, he does, and but it pays off at the end. I mean, fuck, it's still great. I mean, you can watch it now, and it's still great. And it's just, yeah, it's basically a group of people going from A to B, then back to A again. So, yep, but still, it's it's fucking awesome. So so yeah, just take your time. Just make sure you don't die. I mean, you're you're an old man, and you have to deal with shit sure. that's in the desert. So, take care of yourself. You're a fucking national treasure. Um, and hire me, please. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I can go to Sudan somehow. Um, maybe that's it. It's it's traveling shit, and borders are shut down. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So I'll be looking forward to that. Um, yeah, just don't make another another Happy Feet movie. Or a Babe 3. Yeah, too many people are gone for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind uh, Pig in the City. As I've a, only seen it once, so a, I don't really remember it. Yeah, as a kid and also as an adult, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. I mean, for sequels going... It's it's fine. Yeah. Maybe too much of a West End and West End and can't save his name. West, Wes Anderson. Yeah, West Anderson. Try saying that when you're drunk. 
Wes Anderson film. Ooh. But still. Yes. Magnus Savansky is still awesome. So, Kendall, yes. o- over to you. <laughs> over to me for our last news item this week. Uh, because Christopher Nolan has uh, announced what his next film is going to be. And I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, it is going to be a biopic on a very uh, influential person in history, uh, and that is uh, J. Robert Oppenheimer. Um, and for those who aren't familiar with the name, mm-hmm. um, you will know when I say he is the father of the atomic bomb, uh, and basically the reason that World War Two ended. Or at least the conflict with the Japanese did. The Manhattan um, Project. The Manhattan Project. Correcto mundo. Um, so, Christopher Nolan's making a biopic um, about about Oppenheimer um, and the creation of the A-bomb, um, which I think is going to be absolutely fascinating, and I cannot freaking wait to see that when it comes out. Uh, the other interesting point to note about this announcement is the fact that the script is currently being shopped to studios that are not Warner Brothers. Um, oh, mm. why is that? Ah, well, thanks for asking, Mike. Um, well, Christopher Nolan was uh, very outspoken uh, in uh, this year, when um, Warner Brothers, without any kind of warning or notice to their their artists, um, decided to uh, do the simultaneous uh, theatrical and HBO Max release uh, format for all their films for 2021. Um, it also outraged Denis Villeneuve, who is the director of Dune, because his movie was made for the cinema, not for your TV screen. Um, and there are going to be people foregoing the cinema, of course, to see Dune, and they're going to stay at home and watch it on HBO Max. And to those people, I say, why you should be fined? Um, no, big it, screen. It's always good, especially a spectacle good. like that. Absolutely. And speaking of spectacle, Christopher Nolan is known for his spectacle kind of films as well, and most of his um most of his catalogue, uh, in recent years at least, has been under the banner of Warner Brothers distribution. Uh, but unfortunately, because of his his feelings against um, the way that Warner Brothers has kind of handled the uh, relations with their artists and their filmmakers uh, in the past 12 months, um, he's not been happy about that. So, yeah, he has decided to uh, take his... He's put his money where his mouth is, essentially, because it was he kind of did say he was going to do this, and yeah, now he's doing it. Um, so who knows where um, this the screenplay will land for this Oppenheimer biopic? But um, but yeah, it likely will not be uh, the brothers Warner, <laughs> Michael. Does and their sister does, Dot. It, and their sister Dot. Yes. <laughs> how does how, how does this make you feel that the Animaniacs will not be in the Oppenheimer bio, biopic? Oh wow. I'm not sure if they all tackle that subject. Um, <laughs> knowing that I know um, what I do know. That's what I know. That's what I want. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, could say um, uh, Warner Brothers sort of did the dirty on cer- certain films. I mean, 
and especially films like like from um uh christopher nolan it's always got to be got to be a spectacle and got to see it even though tenant was a bit yeah it's okay um but movies like um like the the canary down the coal mine especially with um uh godzilla versus kong and somehow that that uh that paid off with dividends of being like the big, biggest thing in 2020 so you can sort of see what their mindset was and but but by now it's sort of no excuse we're sort of dealing with more more things that are set in stone of having a theatrical release or being on stream um and i think that's uh, i think nowadays i think nowadays because of the delta variant that's that's sort of ma- making things a bit more crazy. Uh, I can sort of see what um, uh, production companies are go- going through, and and it's it's a rock and a hard place, and you can definitely see that with Disney as well. But I, hopefully, it'll be out of the woodwork soon, and all for Christopher Nolan just to shop around. You know, I mean, you you don't want to. Play play a big game and then wheel it back and then you'll be remembered forever as like eh, didn't you say that now now you now you're playing nice <laughs> yeah I don't I don't think he'll probably go back I mean he he's a big name so his name alone gets bums on seats so I I I don't think I don't think this will be be bad for him but <laughs> yeah but you know. He's probably do- doing something wrong if it winds up on Netflix or something. Yeah, no, nah, that's not going to happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix does do theater releases only for a week, but there you go. Yeah, so they can qualify for the Oscars. Well, yeah, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> it did. It did. I mean, the Oscars are also political, so. True. F that. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's done. Nerdy news. Done and dusted for another week. We made it through. Which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. He had. Alright, trailer park time. Trailer park time. And uh, this is pretty exciting because we have one pretty big trailer to talk about that kind of broke the internet a little bit this week uh which is very exciting of course this is the <laughs> first is it trailer. the internet or was it the matrix <laughs> first first trailer for the matrix resurrections uh debuted this week um Holy crap. I have so many questions. <laughs> oh, um, I'm living for the fact that it's set in San Francisco, like one of my favorite places. It's so cool. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I haven't, re- I haven't watched the original trilogy, if I can use that terminology here, um, in a while um, <laughs> for, for reasons, but um, but. My memory serves, if my memory serves me correctly, 
at the end, like Neo dies, spoilers, but Neo dies at the end, like saving everyone. What? Um, you, sp- what? What? You spoiled it. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> about? Sake. The Christian archetype mean? character dies at the end? Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyone surprised? No. Um, Me. But it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, obviously the movie's called Resurrection. So that's, you know, I guess there's a hint there as to, you know, well. Yeah, we're bringing them all back. Uh, yeah, like, it looks great. Like, it was really cool to see some uh, just kind of throwbacks to the the OG Matrix stuff, like, in terms of um, the stunts and the way they're filmed and shot. The, the special effects look pretty fantastic. Um, and I need to fact my checks, check my facts. Um... Because notably, that was not um, that was not Morpheus in the trailer, or at least it was not uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Morpheus in the trailer. No. Um, and I yes, it's Yahya Abdul Mateen the second playing. Play, he's playing Morpheus, according to IMDb. It's, he is listed as Morpheus. Um, I mean, he looked like Morpheus in the bloody trailer anyway at the same glasses and the same kind of look and everything um so yeah i i i don't know why it's not lawrence fishburne i feel like we may have discussed this on the podcast when casting was announced originally but um but yeah very very interesting i like him as an actor he's quite good yeah. so uh i'm guessing yeah, there's reasons there's definitely got to be reasons there i suppose and yeah but he he's going to be great in this because he was awesome in watchmen he was awesome in Aquaman, um, so I'm yeah keen, keen to see him here, and keen just in general, just to see Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss together again, because I really liked their dynamic in the original films. They were quite good together on screen. Um, wood on wood. So yeah, so it just it just looks awesome. Um, but I have so many questions that I hope will be answered um, when this comes out. But yeah, Fulia. Did you like this trailer? What did you think? Uh, this was a really interesting trailer. Um, it was kind of strange to see um, Keanu Reeves' character Neo sitting, doing therapy with Neil Patrick Harris. Of all oh, people. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit random. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, the trailer looked really cool. Um, the Obviously, the stunts and the effects are akin to the original films, um, which I have only seen once and I've only seen, I think, the first, maybe the second. I definitely remember seeing the first one. I don't remember seeing the second one, but I'm pretty sure I have. Um, but, yeah, um, it's, you know, he's, he's lots, of, lots of blue pills. Yeah. Lots of blue pills. <laughs> Being dumped everywhere. As um, long as it's not blue and yellow, purple pills. <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah. Okay. Showing my age. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, yeah, it was good. I don't know what else to say. I need. I think I need to go back and watch the original again, mm. um, just to sort of get my head around the whole concept of the story, um, and just a reminder, I suppose, uh, before jumping into this one. 
Nice. I'm I'm the same. I'm definitely going to be doing a rewatch uh, before I watch this. So yeah, it's been a while. Mike. Yeah. Same. What did you think? I'll definitely be watching it again. Uh, again, because I have seen the first one. I do remember the first one. I think I've only seen the second one like once, and I don't think I've ever seen the third one because it was random. <laughs> Whoops. No, no, I sort of know what happens at the end. Um, okay, and okay. they they, they both die actually. So yeah, they yeah they do yeah, yeah. and Neo and Trinity. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll definitely be doing the rewatch, uh, and I think I'll bring my wife uh, tagging along because she is a big fan of Keanu Reeves. I don't know why. Uh, ooh, my <laughs> husband's on 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 TV. It's like God damn it, not your husband. <laughs> I'm your husband. <laughs> so yeah, I'll probably get get her to watch these with me. You know, family night, family family movie night when the young ones go to bed. Well, young one. The other one, the other ones are sleeping. Mummy's tummy. So yeah, so I'll definitely be rewatching them. And yeah, this ah uh, this trailer is definitely intrigues me. I'll definitely be watching this because. It's Keanu Reeves, and couldn't they, couldn't they, couldn't they not do the John Wick look? I mean, you know, the the theory is that John Wick is basically Neo in a, a new skin <laughs> in the new Matrix. That's what the um the theory is. The head canon of most people that John Wick is another Neo, and who knows. Maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. Maybe they they combine. They they do a secret combining of of the both. That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're so we're about to see it. Mm, mm. And yeah, it definitely looks intriguing. Um, I wasn't that big of a fan as uh, as um, growing up because I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I, I was never that big on sunglasses and leather coats from down to the ground. Yeah, that was a look and a half. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you can always you can always tell all the. Yeah, I I, I knew a guy who actually had had that look, even in two thousand and seven. <laughs> it's like, come on, man. <laughs> He's living his best life. Come on, <laughs> fucking try hard. Um, but no judgments, you know. Don't yuck your yum. But I do, I do enjoy the sort of um, the uh, analysis of the the sort of um, the Christianity sort of aspect that it comes with the Matrix, and also the new th- theories on on uh, on gender roles as well, especially in in the Matrix. Uh, with these Matrix mo- movies, especially with the creators being being trans themselves, um, mm. which is great and good because you know tr- trans white rights and all that. Cool. So whenever we be watching this, Kendall, as 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 three people, a trinity, be be watching this. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Uh- we will be watching uh, The Matrix Resurrections on the 16th of December. Uh, so it's coming out around the same time as No Way Home, so that's interesting. 
Um, I like the box office competition. Fight, fight, fight. fight. <laughs> I like I like the fact that um, I-, I saw the American trailer, and it had their release date of the twelfth of the twenty second. Uh, two thousand. No, that was ours. Twelfth of the sixteenth, twenty 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 one. Yeah, it was a palindrome. I can't can't remember what it was. I think it was the twelfth of the twenty second. Two thousand. No. It was no no twelve sixteen twenty one. Yeah. No, I know, but no, Fulia, the the you're missing the point. Is a in the release date, the American re- this this is the Australian release date. The American release date is I think it's the twenty second of December. So it's twelve twenty two twenty one. So it's a palindrome. Oh, you know okay. how Americans do their do their um calendars sort of stupid and weird that they have the the month first and then the day. No, no, I know, I know. Get it together, America. <laughs> and yeah, they try to do a mirror image because mirrors are are important in the Matrix world. Hmm. Yes. All right. Next trailer is a uh, very much, very much a teaser trailer um, for an upcoming Netflix film called Don't Look Up. Um, Yeah, me being the disaster nerd, disaster film nerd and the space film nerd resident of this podcast, um, I am quite excited for this film. Um, and I have been ever since it was announced. Um, so it's one that I've been looking forward to for a long time. Um, and not just because it's it's about, you know, astronomers who discover that a, a comet or asteroid is headed towards the Earth and that will, it will hit us. Um, not just because of that, but because of who's making this movie and the cast in it. Um, it's uh, written and directed by Adam McKay, uh, so it's quite topical that I mentioned Vice earlier because that was his previous <laughs> film, um, and here he's coming back with this one. Um, so fantastic director. And then in terms of your cast, I mean, you've got nothing but A-listers in this one. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Timothy Chalamet, Jonah Hill, Kate Blanchett... Meryl Streep's playing the bloody president, for God's sake, um, which is pretty freaking awesome. Ron Perlman's in it. Uh, Matthew Perry's in it. Uh, and for some reason, um, Ariana Grande and Kid Cudi are in this. I don't know why, but they are. Hopefully they are integral to the plot in some form. Nah. Um, probably not. <laughs> Hopefully they're just in one scene and then they leave. Um, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I don't like Ariana Grande. I'm sorry, everyone. As a person don't. or a music? Oh, a little bit of both. Just because she bit. licks donuts. Oh, I've got nothing against donuts. <laughs> and I didn't know she licked any donuts. So I think it was I have, no- I have nothing against that. That's fine. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it. Um... This movie, <laughs> this movie, like, like like I said, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be satirical as all hell. Uh, it's probably going to be making fun of these kinds of movies that I usually like, um, like Deep Impact, like um, like Armageddon, um, ones that talk about you know 
this kind of thing. It's funny, we talked about the Moonfall teaser last week, and now literally we've got a movie this week that's going to be sending it up. Um, and yeah, it's, I think it's, it's going to be good. And especially Leo looks like he's, I mean, he always gives a great performance and he looks like he's going to be quite entertaining in this one. And he's kind of have, has a comically fake beard going on, um, <laughs> which was a little, a little distracting if I say so myself. Um, but I did enjoy his kind of freaking out, um, in the, in the bathroom. That was kind of amusing. Um. Because basically it's up to these two astronomers to go around and tell everyone that the world's going to end. So, understandably, he's freaking out. But, um, but yeah, I cannot wait to watch this. Uh, like, as a trailer itself, I don't think it was a great trailer. But I'm already in on this just because of everything I previously said. But I don't think it showed enough to be a proper teaser. It didn't really, I don't know. I don't think it was well done in that respect but anyway there's my thoughts Fulia I'd love to know what you think uh surprisingly I'm actually kind of looking forward to this one Um, it it looks interesting um it's got a little bit of humor in it so I might actually get (laughs) get on board with this one um and you know Leonardo DiCaprio you know you can't go wrong (laughs) generally um and with the rest of the cast like holy crap there's so many so many big names in it like like i i couldn't keep up with the trailer listing them as it went as it popped by and i'm like oh my goodness everyone's in this um so yeah uh it looks interesting uh i'm not usually the type of person to watch disaster films but you know what i'll give this one a go why not (laughs) excellent Mike, what did you reckon? Yo, um, yeah, this looks like really, really fun. And hopefully the world will be destroyed and I'm just going to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out of, yeah, as you said about Moonfall last week, this, I give this a pass of disaster films that I might watch because even in the face of um, mortality... You just got to laugh at death, basically. <laughs> and, yeah, I really enjoy it. Uh, I'll probably get... Uh, I reckon I can get um, Sammy to watch this as well because it's it's a, uh, an, another member of her future husbands as well is in this as well. <laughs> yeah, she's a big Leo fan. And I keep on telling her, it's like, well, I'm sorry, hun, but you're, you're too old for him. He, he really likes 25-year-olds. And when you get too old, he you, you goes back to 25. So he just gets a newer model. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't agree with that, but, you know. No. It's no. Leo. It's Leo. Yeah. he has he, He's had his quirks. As, yeah. Yeah, funny enough, uh, last night, um, uh, I, I really wanted to go to bed because I was just tired. And it's like, oh, do you want to stay up and watch something with me? It's like, nah. And one of them was, um, oh, do you want to see see a one with Leo where he gets attacked by a bear? It's like, nah. Even though that would probably give me joy, uh, I, I don't want to see that. <laughs> so so yeah, um, I really enjoy uh, uh, the the Adam McKay's stuff, and it's really funny. Just just some dumb fun, 
and big name stars as well. It's, yeah, it's going to tickle my funny bones. How about you, Kendall? Do you have bones to tickle? <laughs> when are we going to be watching this, Kendall? <laughs> it's going to go down in like my top five segues from you I've had over the years. That's lovely. Oh, don't look up. Uh, we'll be hitting Netflix um, on the 24th of December, Christmas Eve. Good time for the family, especially especially if a family that you don't like. It's like, <laughs> let's watch this. Oh, would it be great if this was a, a quintessential Christmas film? It actually happens at Christmas. That would be fantastic, actually. Yeah. I'd, I'd like, I'd enjoy that a lot. <laughs> uh, good shit. Okay. Last trailer this week to discuss is for an upcoming animated movie called Ron's Gone Wrong. Um, I might actually watch this <laughs> because this looks pretty funny. Um, pretty enjoyable. Uh, an interesting commentary, if you will, maybe on uh, technology and in the ways it advances and the ways that it kind of uh, takes us over as humans with our uh, addiction to it. Um, just on that, one of my favorite parts of the trailer was when, you know, the, the his dad was commenting on, you know, being addicted to or attached to a piece of technology and then he immediately hears his phone and then is immediately like, you know, staring at his phone like three inches away from it. I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, but anyway, you know, this, yeah, I mean, it's well known on this podcast that I don't, I don't always go out of my way to watch animated films unless they're Pixar or Disney, really. Um, or Studio but no. Ghibli. Well, I've only seen Spirited Away. I need. I do need to watch the other ones, and I and I will eventually. Just don't hold your breath. Um, you can borrow my <laughs> children and you can watch them together. Okay. Next time I'm in Bendigo, we'll do a Ghibli marathon with his elder. Yeah. Yeah. A new baby, maybe. A new baby. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. <gasps> yes. So this trailer. Um. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of, lot of fun little little gags and jokes, and I kind of like these. What, what were they called? B-Bots? Is yep. that what they were called? B-Bots. B-bots. Yep. Um, so it's the, the latest craze uh, sweeping the nation, and every kid's got to have one. Um, and, yeah, and our, our, our main character, Barney, gets one that doesn't work uh, properly um, with hilarious consequences. Um, and, yeah, Barney's voiced by Jack Dylan Grazer um, from the it movies and shazam as well um and uh ron our our, our b-bot is voiced by zach galifianakis um yeah so good cast going on here and a really interesting and funny concept like it was just genuinely funny like they weren't trying to make me laugh at all like it just it, everything kind of was kind of natural and just amusing and just the way that like you know, the way that Zach is delivering these lines about, okay, I won't rip his head off. Like, all, like, <laughs> cheerful and, you know, yeah, yeah, upbeat and friendly and stuff. It's quite, quite amusing. Uh, my only concern is, of course, the usual um, crux of, are all the good gags in the trailer? 
who knows? Hopefully not. Um, we'll find out, won't we? But yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching this. I may not go to the cinemas and see it, uh, um, mostly because that'll probably be against my will. Um, but, um, yeah, I might wait till this one jumps on Netflix or Amazon or something and check it out then. But, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. I'm keen. Fully, I'm dying to know what you think of this. Please tell me everything. <laughs> oh my goodness, this looks funny. <laughs> it's just the, it's, it, it gave the, the B-Bot itself, Ron, gave me such Baymax vibes in its tone. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> in its speech tone. Yeah. Um, and that sort of, you know, that it kind of tickled me and I, I really enjoyed that aspect of, of the character. Um, and just the way it looks like it, it's like, it's so small, like a pill shape. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, your carry on luggage size. <laughs> Look like the so end. Take it anywhere. Logo. Yeah. <laughs> True, it does, except it's not green. Um, but I guess you can change the color if you want because that's probably one of the many features of a B-Bot. Um, I, I think I'm, I'm probably going to watch this. It, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It pokes a lot of um, fun at, the, at social media, especially. Um, <laughs> especially with Ron doing the, the general social media thing that would happen on the technology, but because he's malfunctioning and he's not really connected to the internet by the sounds of things, he's doing it manually, <laughs> like sticking stickers to people and other B-bots saying friend request, friend request, friend request. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think Zach Galifianakis is a good, um, but good pick for the voice of Ron, I think. Um, it, it's got, it still has that sort of monotone sort of voice, but kind of picks up or goes down depending on the situation. And I kind of like that. Um, and Jacqueline Grazer, for some reason, sounded like Tom Holland to me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) only with a bit of a higher pitch in voice. Um, and I was, I was trying to put my finger on who the who the hell it was. Um, but I'm like, it sounds like him, but it's not Tom Holland. <laughs> and then I find out who it is. Uh, but I think J- Jack Dylan Grazer is a good choice for, um, for the, for the character of Barney. Um, and Olivia Coleman's in it apparently as well. Yeah. And she's playing a character called Donka. <laughs> I'm not sure whether that's another B-bot though. It could be, who knows? Um, cause it doesn't sound like a human name. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, to be honest, I'm getting good vibes out of this particular trailer. Um, I, I, th- I think they haven't put all the gags in. I feel like there might still be a few that we haven't seen and I hope they hold off on that just to keep it in the movie. Um, but from what we've seen so far, it does look like most of it's in there, but I, I reckon there's going to be a few more that we haven't seen. Cool. Yeah. Nice, nice. Mike, what do you reckon? Is this a film you'll take Zelda to see? Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 see. Um, funny enough, uh, this week we're gonna gonna see if we can take Zelda to see uh, the Paw Patrol movie. 
So that'll be <laughs> that'll be her first movie at the cinema. Speaking of Paw Patrol, a yeah. new Paw Patrol game has been released as well. Okay. Just this week, past. <laughs> Just thought cool. I'd throw that in there. That's right. <laughs> no, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want Zelda to play Paw Patrol. <laughs> she watches it too much anyway. Um, but funny enough, there is actually a Peppa Pig video game coming out soon on the switch maybe <laughs> you get you get to play as pepper's friend so that's good anyway what were we talking about oh yeah this movie um yeah it looks like a bit of fun um kind of like the social commentary of it i that uh we're slowly t- turning into zombies uh being being uh in a way it's sort of um cool that uh we're talking about the matrix matrix trailer and this trailer at, at the same time so i can sort of see the sort of similarities as well you know um how society is sort of um being more being being more um uh reliant on technology as you can see see in the in the matrix uh matrix one where everyone's like down on their phones in the, in the lift and 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 Neo's just mm. looking around, like, "What's going on? Why, get off your phones! Don't stop, stop, stop being in the Matrix. Gotta get out!" And and in this one, it's sort of the same. Um, you know, kids, kids need need to have that like the new thing in them, and you can sort of see see that with this. And you don't want to be the and you don't want to be left out. It's always it's always that um hard thing as a kid, like when we were kids. You got to have like the new thing. Like everyone needs to be having the same same thing, or or you you're left out and you're an outcast and all that. So I can't I kind of like those sort of stories, and it's, and it's a new story as well with um with with the B bot and and not just technology as well. And it also uh, begs the question is like um uh about uh right to fix as well. I mean. If you if you feel attachment to to this um, to, to this piece of machinery and it's and it's um, it's not working properly, but you it um, you you find it soothing that that um, you know it, it works for me, so I don't need to take take it to to a, a shop or anything like that. But the company is going, no, you got to take take it, got to fix it, and you need to pay this because we're we're the only ones that can fix it. And it's about consumerism as well, and capitalism, and everything that's evil, and and get it out of my life. Even though we're we're talking through technology uh, as well, and I don't know how to fix a computer at all. <laughs> I need to take it to a shop. So we are all living in the matrix. <laughs> we're all in our own our own personal hell with Lucifer. Everything is connected. Oh my god. Ah. <laughs> so, Kendall, when are we going to watch this? <laughs> uh, well, we don't have to wait too long because Ron's Gone Wrong will be in cinemas on the 21st of October. Mm. Woo. So, a little over a month. Yes, little over a month. Um, yeah, until this one is coming out. Exciting. There's a good trailer park. Yeah. Good trailer park. Roll on on out. Roll on on out because now it is time, of course, what? for oh. for 
The moment. Yeah. What? The part. Mm. The segment. Ah. The section. That time, if you will, of the show we like to call. What are you doing? Blam, 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 blam. Popcorn culture. The blam, blam, blam. Blam, 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 blam. 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 It's blam time. Uh, blam, blam. <laughs> you're all screwed now. <laughs> yes, of course, it's popcorn culture time. Um, and we are undoubtedly here to discuss our thoughts on the latest episode of What If that dropped this week, which was appropriately titled What If... Zombies? <laughs> <laughs> I had zombies? zombies. I had zombies. Um, yes, yes. We have our zombie episode. It's finally here. Uh, and it's very interesting. Uh, a lot of fun, I thought. Um, and I, I kind of liked where it was placed in the timeline. I thought that was an interesting choice to have it based a bit closer to the current continuity. So, uh, of course, it is it's set um, at the start of where Infinity War uh, would have happened. So, you know, the episode opens with Bruce Banner crashing back on Earth um, for the first time since Age of Ultron. He lands in the Sanctum Sanctorum and nobody's around and uh, zombies. Just everywhere, zombies. Mm -hmm. uh, because apparently, uh, with the events of Ant-Man and the Wasp taking place only a couple of weeks before this, um, when Hank Pym went into the quantum realm to bring back Janet Van Dyne, uh, things did not, go did not go according to plan because she picked up something of what they were calling a quantum virus, um, uh, a.k.a. zombie virus, um, and yeah, she's all zombified and comes back and spreads like wildfire. So yeah, so this is how we have zombies in the MCU. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, makes sense. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's fine. It's good. I enjoy again. Like I said, I enjoyed where it was in the continuity and the fact that it was like you know, it was seeing like these kind of moments from Infinity War done in different ways, um, which was kind of cool. Um, and I just really liked the fact that, again, this is another episode where most of the cast was in it. Uh, funny you mentioned Tom Holland for you because he also was not in this. Yes. Uh, yeah. Probably the only notable absence um, from our lineup of returning MCU actors this week. Um, he was not. He was not playing uh, Spider-Man. It was a, a, a gentleman by the name of Hudson Thames. Um, who voiced him, and I think he did a pretty, pretty alright job. Um, for the most part, he was 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 serviceable as as Peter Parker, I thought. Um, but everyone else is back. You know, we got Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. We've got um, Denai Guerrero as Okoye. Evangeline Lilly's back as the Wasp as Hope Van Dyne. Um, and yeah, pretty much yeah, what everyone else. Yeah, John Favreau and. Yeah, my mind is drawing a blank Paul on Bettany. everyone else. Paul Bettany's vision in this. Paul Rudd Paul is Ant-Man in this. Which for Which... me, I, I thought that split thing at the beginning was all he had. 
Same. Until later on. Two lines. <laughs> Until later on. <laughs> Until later on. Uh, and then, of course, we had um, another appearance of uh, the man himself, Chadwick Boseman, yes. um, back as T'Challa uh, for this episode in a much different capacity to what we previously saw him in. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, I had a lot of fun w- watching this episode. It wasn't perfect, but it was definitely enjoyable. Um, Fulia, what were your overall kind of thoughts and reactions to this episode? I don't like zombies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I just I just felt really really like insecure, claustrophobic. <laughs> I was like, um, no, no, <laughs> go away, no. Uh, and just seeing like the Avengers actually be zombies was very disheartening. <laughs> it was. It really was. Yeah. I was just like, no, not the Avengers. Um, yeah. Uh, it was an interesting concept for a story, I have to say, though. It, it was It was fun, um, especially hearing, you know, Mark Ruffalo being the Hulk again, Bruce Banner. Um, it was, you know, nice to see him have a little fun with that. And, um, yeah, just, you know, we, we get... We got our our regular main Avengers who ends up becoming the zombies, but then we've got uh, another another group, another team coming together to become the the new Avengers, I suppose, um, to stop the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael, Bucky was Michael. in it too. Yeah, Bucky, Bucky. was in it. Sebastian Stan yeah. was in it. Sarah Carter. Sarah Carter, yeah. Sha- Sha- Sharon Carter. Sharon everyone. Carter. Sarah right. Carter. Sarah, Sharon. Same same. <laughs> Emma. No. <laughs> no. They both start with an S. Sharon Stan. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. Yeah, Emily Van Camp, yes, returning to play Sharon Carter in mm. this episode. Michael, yes. what are your ge- what were your general thoughts on this one? Uh, well, first, I would like to ask a question to Fulia. Is this your first zombie thing? No. No? No. I've, I've seen a couple of other zombie shows, movies. Okay. Yeah. So, so the- Kendall, 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 Kendall can attest to her. She's been a witness to one of them. <laughs> oh. Uh, yep. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead? No, the one me, you, and Christina went to see at the cinema. Oh, The Dead Don't Die. Yes. That's a good one. <laughs> that was a great movie. Oh, there you go. So the concept's not um, not foreign to you. No. no. Oh, that's no. good. Because, yeah, I was going to tie this in that I like this episode that the fact it had similar beats to a zombie film. Yeah, where where you you all sort of um, got to group together and like work as a team, got to get to got to get to a safe place, and then you find got to follow the rules. Yeah, well, the rules. That that's another zombie <laughs> zombie film that <laughs> zombie land. Yeah, zombie land. It's very zombie zombie land, which is great, and um, and also how get to the safe place, and then you find out the safe place is not so safe place. And mm. then you got 
you got to see if you can get to the cure and then the ending is pretty much pretty much like a zombie film that where yeah, everything's lost <laughs> yeah yeah so i kind of like kind of like the fact that they sort of ended like a zombie film where where um yeah peter really enjoys zombie films which is cool <laughs> have you not watched the horror film no <laughs> that was so funny uh, yeah, what else can I say, say about it? That um, uh, apparently they say they they've said that they, the the creators were trying to get the main storylines of the particular comic of uh, Marvel's zombies in this show, and I think well, you sort of have to dial it back a little bit because it needs to be a bit more friendly to an audience instead of like the hardcore sort of fucking zombie films that you we all love to see like limbs like flying everywhere i mean they they definitely they definitely like tried hard to to get something a bit bit more like grunge and heavy especially when especially when sam gets <laughs> split in half Oof. yeah that was unexpected gnarly i should be sad but i'm not <laughs> that was great. What a great reaction. <laughs> didn't didn't Falcon and the Winter Soldier mean anything to you? That <laughs> never happened. No. Not in this timeline. Nope. Yeah. Uh what else can I say? I I really enjoy, enjoyed it. Um I like Poke It Up Man. Oh my god. Dave Desmalchian returning as Kurt. <laughs> Baba Yaga. Baba Yaga. <laughs> Bringing back the Baba Yaga joke. That was sick. I loved that. <laughs> so funny. And he turns out to be a superhero. He's a... Oh, don't make me sad. I get that reference now. I love that I get... I really love that I get that reference. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm sad about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, so cool. Like such a random addition to the to the story of this. I think a bit out of left field, but I'm happy for it. Yeah, yeah. I, sp- I suppose it's it's fun. Yeah, why yeah. not? Because uh, essentially, it is sort of an Ant Man story at the start. Yeah. And oh, fucking Hank Pym. <laughs> <laughs> Hank Pym again, l- ruining the world. I absolutely <laughs> really enjoyed how how um, Steve got got bitten because it just works, you know, with with uh, Hank Pym like shrinking and he turns it. He's pretty much a mosquito. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bites his neck. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, there were a lot of clever. Um, like kills and and, yeah. and 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 ways of zombies infecting and and things of the, the, that nature. Kills of the week. Kills of the week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've got Wong being decapitated by by his own by his own portal. portal. That was great. A reference to Infinity War as well. Yeah. And Doctor Strange's cape fighting against them. <laughs> Yeah, even though even though Doctor Strange had been um, you know, lost 
to the the horde. Um, the cape of levitation was still there for our heroes. Yeah, which which was nice. You know what? Maybe Benedict Cumberbatch was doing his own zombie uh, zombie um, sounds. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> I reckon. Why do you say that? Well, well previous previous episode he was in. As a yeah. oh, while you're here, can you do a couple of zombie zombie cries and, and stuff? <laughs> Noises. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't have said no. Yeah, I mean, you got John Favreau when when he when he turned, he he was saying "bam," but in a zombie voice. Yeah, yeah. Bam, it's bam, true. Bam, blam, <laughs> blam. Yeah. Um, just on that, while you mentioned, um, did you like guys like the fact that? the zombies weren't just these undead empty shells walking around. They were actual like zombies who had control of their amenities, had control of their powers and could use weapons. Like that's pretty cool, right? Yeah. 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 Um, it's very George Romero. If you, if yes. you know the law behind yes. that, where we sort of learn in day of the dead that um, uh, certain zombies still have the 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 sort of wherewithal of their previous life, um, like there was one zo- zombie that a scientist was was researching on, that he was a a security guard in his past life, and he he was doing all the all, all the stuff with that, including he including including he gave the zombie a gun, and 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 he's sort of waving it around and then. Just pointing at at someone, and then and then click, click. <laughs> yeah, I like George Romero. <laughs> yes, yes, the king, the king of zombies. And I really enjoy that zombies. Uh, these particular zombies are, uh, have have their powers, and that's fucking scary, especially at the ending. Yep, yep, yep. Very. Very scary. We'll get to the ending um, at the end. Um, but, but yeah, but it was very... I, I imagine it would have been, like, not as entertaining for a Marvel Zombies episode if they were just mindless things kind of running around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fulia, did you, like... I know you're not a huge zombie fan, but did you kind of enjoy like the fact that they they like had their abilities like the fact that we got to see a, a zombie scarlet witch be all badass mm-hmm. um i didn't mind it uh i feel like though that the the whole point of a zombie is that they don't know how to control what's going on and they're just hungry <laughs> it's fair um but it was a really cool concept for them to actually be able to yield the powers as a zombie, um, very dangerous though, because mm. you know, not not only do they have those powers, but they've also got the ability to infect you and be, make you the zombie as well. So, <laughs> in their yeah. own powerful way. Um, but yeah, like it was interesting. Yeah, I guess it makes sense if you're like from a storytelling point of view, if your heroes are who your heroes are, like you know, Spider Man and Vision and Winter Soldier, like. You know they're gonna they're gonna be able to take care of a, a regular horde of zombies pretty quickly, 
Um, so you kind of have to have um, the villains match the heroes in terms of abilities. Otherwise, you just you're not going to have a fair fight. You're not mm. going to have an interesting fight. Mm. Yeah. Um, in terms of the the story you're trying to tell. So yeah, I think that that also makes sense. Um, one thing that didn't kind of make sense that I I I want to I'm I'm keen to hear your opinion, you guys' opinion on. Um, but I, I loved it nonetheless because it was my favorite part of the entire episode, and that of course was uh, the head of Scott Lang. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Paul Rudd, Futurama style, <laughs> in head in a in a glass dome. Um, being carried around by the cape of levitation by the end, and that was pretty. <laughs> that was pretty great. Leviosa. Wingardium yeah. Leviosa. How good. Harry Potter. Harry Potter references. Harry Potter references. Harry Potter in the confirmed. MCU. <laughs> Harry Potter confirmed in the MCU. Yeah. My God, that was so funny. I lost my shit. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed. I really, really enjoyed everything Paul Rudd brought to Scott Lang on a whole nother level. Um, with just his head <laughs> and uh, all these dad jokes, and all the dad jokes, all the puns, I, I'm living for it, absolutely living for it. Um, but yeah, the one thing I didn't fully understand, and I've been asking a lot of people trying to get opinions, is it seems to be implied that the reason he's surviving as just a head is because he had the zombie virus, and Vision used his Mind Stone to cure him, and that is somehow keeping him alive as just his head without his body. Mm. That's how I kind of understood it, but I'm trying not to think too much about it. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Did it work for you guys? Like, Fulia, did that confuse you at all, or were you just enjoying the fun? I think I was just enjoying the fun. Um, I was thinking about how it was possible that he could still be living as a head, um, and then the other thing also, when being that you brought up the point that he was cured by Vision's Mind Stone, and then Vision then removing his Mind Stone, doesn't that automatically mean that he would die? No, because the Mind Stone still exists. Yeah. I thought it, it could only be that way in the sense that it was still in Vision. Oh. Um I mean, sure, that that's definitely a thing they could have done, but yeah, mm. I guess that's not what they did. Yeah, yeah, but but I can see why you'd think that. Yeah, yeah, I think, but yeah, all in good fun. Yeah, I think I think because his head was in a jar, I think that's what's sort of keeping him together. Basically, he, it's like his incubator. Yeah. So so yeah. if he did fall to the floor and his dome cracked open, uh, pun intended, of course. Um, he wouldn't survive, so so I'm guessing that's why. But I think I think Vision just found so, uh, found something that that would work, and it's part of the Mind Stone as well. So and and that's what was stopping the Horde from coming in as well. So it's like nothing to see here, and. Interesting the fact that uh, it doesn't work on mutants either. Well, I wouldn't say it doesn't work on mutants because we haven't gotten to mutants in the MCU exactly. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I, I, I totally can understand why uh, the Mind Stone cure doesn't work on Wanda is because she's so powerful. Yeah. And her powers come from the Mind Stone. So. But I'm thinking not to be mean or anything, but Scott Lang's not really special. No, no. He's a guy. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. <laughs> that wears a suit that makes him small or makes him really big. Yeah. And why? Ooh, I just thought of something. Oh, go. Um, because I was thinking of T'Challa as well. Maybe the reason why Scott Lang doesn't have a body is because Vision fed him, fed his body to Wanda. <laughs> Qu- quite possibly. Yeah. And not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. Hmm. Ah, bit, bit. As... yeah. Let's talk about let's talk yeah, about that. Let's let's talk about that. That's a good good enough segue. Yes, um Yes, I, I as I've been calling it, a reverse one division. Um because we have a scenario now where uh Wanda is kind of lost. And uh, Vision is uh, kind of willing to throw morality aside to do anything to try and bring her back or to keep her alive in some form. Um, So, yeah. So Vision's trying, you know, when he real, even though he's realized that, you know, obviously she's not going to be able to be cured, at least, you know, not yet. um, But she needs sustenance to stay alive or quote unquote undead if you will. Um, so she needs to be fed humans. And he decides to feed her parts of T'Challa. <laughs> so we, we, we meet T'Challa later in this episode. He, he's only got one leg. And that's a little little unsettling. And then just kind of dark, the fact that, that Vision's gone down this route, especially because, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a robot, he's an android, he's a synthetic being that is you know, all about logic and, you know, uncompromised decision-making and thought processes and all of that stuff. And, you know, but then by the same token, of course, you know, he he technically shouldn't be be allowed or capable of loving Wanda the way he does, and yet he does. So that does stand to reason that he, you know, his morality would be also corrupted because of his feelings for her so um but yeah it's very interesting and very messed up Mm. and i got a little i got a little sad when he he sacrificed himself by removing the mind stone from his head the same way thanos does in infinity war dying for the fifth time yeah that was one meme i saw going around on the internet it's like hey paul you want to voice vision again we're just gonna we're bringing you back just to kill you again you cool all right sick let's do it (laughs) um yeah, all of the feels. Um, Fulia, did you? What did you take away from the whole vision and wonder of this this episode? Um, look, I suppose I get where Vision's coming from, but at the same time, it's just like, yeah, it, he couldn't. He couldn't do the one thing that he was he needed to do because he knows that he can't. He can't cure Wanda but at the same time he's like but I love her so much that I can't kill her either 
Um, so, yeah, look, to be honest, it's just more of a, I was kind of, I was kind of sad when I found, when I, you know, when he revealed that he was just keeping her yeah. alive um, because of how much, you know, the feelings that he has for her. And uh, I don't know, like my mind was just in sort of, like I had a bit of a kerfuddled moment in my head where I was just like, but, but zombie, <laughs> kill. <laughs> if you can't cure it, kill it. <laughs> And that's the thing in um, zombie films as well is like how how foregone they are. And if you if you've got an emotional attachment to a particular zombie, um, as that affect you as a as a character? Um, I like the fact, as I said, um, this definitely takes a lot from previous zombie films, especially from um, uh, George Romero's zombies, because. Uh, in Day of the Dead, when I was talk- talking about the um, scientist, uh, the sort of physician that was studying the the um, studying the zombies, was also was was also sort of morally corrupt at the same time. He sort he sort of was doing tests on people who weren't zombies as well, like like just to study trying trying to work out uh, how zombies work from from uh, a specimen that hasn't been zombified but but with zombified like scenarios and, and how they deal with that. So you can sort of see the character with, within that. And also um, uh, not to just not to jump around a bit, but um, when hope turned as well, we get to see so- someone, that may have like uh, may may would have a bit of a relationship between her and and Peter. They sort of form this sort of bond as well. Maybe they maybe they met each other like um, early on, and they had to deal with this sort sort of thing by by themselves for a bit until they met everyone else. So you definitely there's definitely a scenario with that in Dawn of the Dead as well as well as this person that that you've been working with was. So, so long as and you're the one that's um dealing with that it's sort of like um sean's mum in sean of the dead that that sort that sort of scenario is like would you would you pull the trigger or not on yeah on the person that's used to be someone but now they're not but are they still not or whatevs yeah it's definitely that sort of conundrum as well and i really enjoy the fact that hope did something that uh, the whole internet was claiming Scott Lang should have done with Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, she didn't go up the butthole, though. No. Still. She went, she went the other hole. But still, it works. Yeah. We, we, we see it works. We see it works. She's she, And she's covered in Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but at what cost? <laughs> Yes, at what cost? Um, what else to say about this episode? Okay, well, another thing that I, I really liked was um, was Happy, of course, and we've talked about it briefly, you know, the blam, just the blam. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I love it both as a just as a gag and also as, like, a reference to the fact that some MCU actors have, like, actually 
when they've been shooting, they've been like saying words. The sound effect, yeah. Doing the sound effect as they're doing it. I've also heard uh, stories about Star Wars actors making the lightsaber sounds as they're they're doing the stunts. Yeah, and also Laura Dern definitely. Laura Dern de- definitely did that. Oh, did she do it in in uh, Last yeah. Jedi? There's actually a a bit that's still in the film where <laughs> they, they 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 turned off her sort of um, dialogue. But when she's stepping out of the smoke and actually shooting a gun, <laughs> she she actually mouths "pichu." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to watch that again. I think it's out. a That's gift. I, I think you can like find it anywhere, and they just put it. Oh, okay. Just put a subtitle on it. "Pichu." Pichu. Pichu. Yes, but it's a common thing that um, that actors in these kinds of movies tend to accidentally do. Um, because when they're firing these weapons or using these weapons, they don't obviously have the post-production sound effect on it yet um, when they're filming. So, and because they've been watching Star Wars since they were five, they're like, you know, pew, pew, and all of that stuff. (laughs) Like, it's, yeah, it's... So I kind of like that, especially with Jon Favreau being, um, you know, the director of the first two Iron Man films. Um, and kind of a, you know, godfather of the MCU, if you will. Um, yeah, just to see him, you know, get to have a piece of Tony Stark in that way um, and to make that commentary with the blam was just was just very wonderful and endearing. But, um, but it was one of the moments where I kind of came up against the episode of, like, in terms of the tone, because it was like, blam, 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 hilarious, and then he's being dragged away by Hawkeye and turned into a zombie. And it's kind of like, oh, this is dark. Yeah. Oh, but it's fun. It's but it's funny. And then Sharon says "blam" when she shoots him, and full then circle. she, you know, yeah. and then it's full circle. But then it's like the most depressing "blam" you'll ever hear in your life. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I have mixed feelings about that, the tonality of it, but just in terms of pure comedy and the fact that Happy was wearing a t-shirt <laughs> that. That I, I have to remember. I wrote it. Oh, I, shit, I just banged my computer. That's right. We're good. I'm, sa- I'm uh, saving myself for four. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, let me read it out. I wrote it down because I knew I'd forget it. Um, I'm not single. I'm saving myself for Thor. Um, is his T-shirt that he's wearing in the training video that Peter Parker does. Um, so Why? funny. <laughs> just, Just... Just why? Yeah, literally why? No reason. No reason for it. Who cares? It's comedy. Thor's gold. not even um, in this episode. No, I know. Fulia, um, I, I, I'm, I can tell you enjoyed the happy stuff. Yeah, I did. Were you happy for happy? <laughs> I was very happy for happy. <laughs> happy, happy, joy, joy. Yeah. <laughs> I think just the, the the first time he started making that sound effect, I was just, I just giggled so much. <laughs> and then the commentary of did you just make the sound effect <laughs> while you were shooting it's like yeah well you know <laughs> um but it was really cool to to see the other thing what it was kind of funny and also kind of kind of depressing at the same time when he got dragged away uh <laughs> and then you hear one last blam <laughs> before he's zombified <laughs> Yeah, he's still saying "blam" is and firing. Yeah, he's got in. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and and then the moment you see the arrow 
come through and it's Hawkeye zombie fight and I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Jimothy, uh, Jim, Jim, Jeremy Remner. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Playing a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's them. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Could well I be. Mean, I mean, they got they got Hemsworth to do Throg in Loki, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything's yeah, possible. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> the conversation has stalled. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot Mike, what we're talking Mike, your, thought, your thoughts, okay. Your thoughts on Happy Hogan? Uh, yeah, he's fine. I, I don't really have much. Uh, you probably said said a lot. Um, it's, it's cool okay. that he's back. Uh, it's yeah. it's cool. Um, Sebastian Stan is back. As yes, Bucky. F- yeah, we even got a, a reference to you know the you know the famous famous dialogue he shares with Steve uh, about "I'm with you to the end of the line," and then so it's kind of a bittersweet. You know, Bucky has to kill zombie Steve, um, and then. He says, sorry, pal, I guess this is the end of the line. And then it's kind of a bit on the nose because they're on a subway train. Um, <laughs> but they but yeah, but they missed. But good. They, they could have put in an Indiana Jones reference. Uh, no ticket. Uh, <laughs> no, they should have put that reference in fucking Loki when they're on the train in Loki. <laughs> wow. And the... Yeah, that, that was the point. They they didn't have a ticket. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Does Loki know <laughs> Indiana Jones? That's not nah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah. Um... Captain America getting killed by his own batard. Yeah, sliced in half by his shield. And thump 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 thump. And thump thump thump. All of all of the thumping, and now and yeah. now Bucky, Bucky is Captain America, and Bucky is Captain America, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Should we just skip to the end then? Uh, yeah. Oh, probably one more thing. Hmm. Uncle Ben confirmed. Yes, that was that was a big takeaway. Uh, first canonical reference to Uncle Ben. In the MCU. Yes. Yeah. It's a shame it wasn't Tom Holland that said it, but anyway. <laughs> but technically it's the second because um he's uh in No Way No no not No Way Home. We haven't seen that one. Um it, Far From Home. Far from home, that's it. The third one. Second one. <sighs> in the second one. What part of, what part of Far From Home? Does it reference Uncle Ben? Uh, his suitcase had the initials oh, yes. of uh, Ben F.P. Parker, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes. Okay, so that's... But it's the first time in dialogue in the yeah. MCU. Yeah. He's mentioned. Yes. Okay. Yeah, very nice. Um, also, I, I, I just want to throw this in here because I heard someone say it and I totally agree. If they were to cast Uncle Ben... Steve Carell. <laughs> I could see mm. that. 
I could totally see that. Oh, now I want it. <laughs> God damn it. Especially because Steve Carell's like a silver fox now. Yeah, yeah. He could pull it off. Yeah. You could totally see him and, and you know, Marissa Tomei's Aunt May being together. Yeah. Like punching yeah. up, uh, punching, what, what's the f- what's the phrase? Punching above. Punching above yeah, his punching weight. Yeah, punching above his right weight. Yeah. It's like, how? Yeah, she's... <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, I could see them together and, like, believably. Yeah, yeah. That would, that would be good. That would be good. Then it's not going to happen, but that's that's a really good idea. Ah, but what if? What if? <laughs> they can so totally cast people in this that we haven't seen before. I want to yeah. see an episode with that. Yeah. That's true. Like, they could like do no that. way they'd probably put um, Ben in it. Because... No. Why? Why would you put in Ben if it's not just to kill him? But it was so. But it would be so cool if they did something like that with What If that Ben doesn't die, so Spider Man doesn't become Sp- Spider. Man. Yeah, that'd be a really cool. Yeah. That'd be a really cool What If, like you know, similar to the whole you know Doctor Strange, you know, doesn't damage his hands, doesn't lose his hands. What happens then? Um, but obviously, this one would have much bigger ramifications for for the continuity. Yeah, because yeah. it's a pretty pivotal. Like, I imagine the death of Uncle Ben would also be a fixed point in time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So hard to change that one. Then Peter Parker. But what yeah, if? Then Peter Parker would pretty much become Venom. Maybe. Mm. That'd be cool. <laughs> That would be now. Cool. I'm just re- now. I'm just writing an episode for myself. Love it. No, I love yeah. it. Season two, baby. Season two. Steve Carell's Ben. <laughs> Stephen Carell. Steve Carell's Ben. Yes. Hashtag yes. Um. All right. Well, let's let's just wrap up with with it with the ending. Um. So by the time we we've reached the end of this episode, um. Literally, the only three Avengers that remain are uh, uh, Peter Parker and and T'Challa, and um, the head of Scott Lang. Um, that's that's it. Everybody else died? Question mark. Um, question mark. Got or thrown. Bucky turned into zombies. Oh man, I didn't like that. <laughs> I was not not okay with that. Hey, he fell off a train. He'll be fine. Yeah, probably. Um, and also, and, and I the kinda, Hulk. Yeah, maybe. I was gonna. Yeah. yeah, I got, I got a. Well, I got a bit. We didn't see the Hulk die or turn into a zombie per se, but I did get a little emotional over that, just because you know the way Bruce Bruce was just like, oh, Avengers, mm. you know, he's just like, well, you know, you need to get away so you can cure every every zombie. So just Avengers, you know, cure us. Basically, and the fact that you know this brings the Hulk out because we don't see the Hulk in Infinity War, and this is taking place at the same time. We get a reference at the start of the episode of the Hulk not wanting to come out, yeah. right? And here he actually does come out and fight against Scarlet Witch, um, and it was really good. It was it was a good like final like sequence, I mm. thought, kind of leading up to the 
you know, big reveal that even though they, T'Challa's convinced that Wakanda is safe from the zombies because of the superior technology they have, um, turns out no, and um, they're fucked because <laughs> Thanos still managed to get all the stones and he got turned into a zombie and looks very unsettling and creepy. Yeah. Um, and they use that fucking sound effect for that when he flexes the gauntlet and makes that like metallic powering up sound just gives me PTSD. <laughs> um, <laughs> um <laughs> so that was yeah, a shocking way to end the episode. Um but yeah, for yeah, what it what did you take away from the way it all ended? Do you reckon it's all over for our heroes or or what do you reckon? I don't know. When you've got a zombie Thanos, anything can happen. And in this particular timeline, I feel like they don't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the other question I have for you guys is whether or not if Thanos... He, Thanos is going to get the Mind Stone, obviously. Um, but whether or not that means... Whether or not that means that, uh, you know, when he snaps his fingers, what's going to happen? Ah, uh, yeah. Because it's, cause it's a zombie Thanos. Is he going to turn half the universe into zombies? Or is he just going to turn everyone into zombies? Michael's shaking his head. What's your thoughts? My thoughts is uh, it, it's not his original um, wish of halving the population, of course. Yeah. It'll be of mm-hmm. his uh, zombie needs is to eat. So a, he'll be snapping a constant supply of people. Okay. So there possibly uh, people may be coming back to life just to be eaten. Wow, that's morbid. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That is that is morbid. It's like that. It's like that ad in the nineties when the the people wish ask the genie to wish for you know a Tim Tam packet that never runs out. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll probably be the people who are still alive, basically. So so you can just imagine uh, T'Challa and and Peter going in and will be constantly being eaten alive over and over and over again without them turning or dying. No. That's hell. No. That is hell. That is literal and hell. that's why I don't think there's going to be a part two to this. <laughs> <laughs> that's all of the zombies we're going to see. Mm. And it just ended like a zombie a, a zombie film as well. Just bleak yeah, like everything you said, yeah. Just, yeah, it's it's just survival, basically. That's why The Walking Dead That's has true. lasted this long. It's basically a constant state of of survival, mm. and they're all fucked anyway. Because by the end of the um, no, we, we get to find out in season two that they're all fucked anyway. So when you die, you become a zombie anyway, even if you don't get bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. Um, yeah. Any Anything else anyone wants to add before we wrap up? Yeah. Bit of a plot hole of how he got the stones, but, you know. 
Um, well, I mean, obviously he would still get, you know, not that I want to bring this up, but he would still get the Tesseract and the Space space Stone because, you know, that happened before the Hulk. Don't do it, Michael. <laughs> hey, he turned into a zombie. Before the... Maybe. Before Sexy the, Loki before... zombie. <laughs> that would be a good co- cosplay, wouldn't it? That would. That's a variant. I, it would be interesting to but, see. Um, <laughs> um, but no, obviously, yes. Because the Hulk, you know, Bruce Banner lands in the Sanctorum in Infinity War after Thanos gets um, the um, the Space Stone and he's already gotten the the ether from the collector mm. at this point was that or was no not the ether the power stone sorry he got the power stone from Xandar first then the space stone yeah. bye bye um, Gamora bye bye Gamora yeah he's you know so he's done the soul stone thing he would have gone to the collector to get the ether so that's four stones and then somehow I he, guess he when went he, to New York when he came to Earth he found the time stone. And took it from Doctor Strange, and maybe Doctor Strange, that's how he became a zombie. And somehow he ended up in Wakanda waiting for the Mind Stone to show up. Yeah, I that's, don't know. The, that's the thing. Why? That's the part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. You can poke a hole in that. Why is he in Wakanda? <laughs> how did he get to Wakanda? Yeah. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? So, All overall... Right. Uh, how are we liking this episode compared to the other ones? Yeah, I, compared to the other ones, probably not as much. Uh, again, I think the Doctor Strange episode is still the one to beat, um, f- followed closely by the T'Challa Star-Lord episode. Uh, I think a lot of us feel similarly, yeah. but that's kind of my my thoughts. Um, but it's fun. Like, it's a cool Elseworlds story. Um and I I liked I liked the again like I said I liked where they put it in in into the timeline. Um, I thought that was interesting. But you're right, it does bring up a plot hole of how the fuck did Thanos get get to Wakanda with all the Infinity Stones? It looks um, cool, but <laughs> but it looks cool. I mean, look if if Scott Lang can be living as just a head, then I think maybe we can whistle past the Thanos thing. I reckon it makes but sense yeah. with that, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I just because I'm just like, eh, it's because vi- Vision has have to keep him alive. Vision has to keep him yes. alive, so because you can't really give a zombie dead meat, it needs to be alive no. meat. So yeah, so he needs to be constantly constantly being alive. So he got up to the neck and was like, ah, I can't really do this anymore. I'll 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 start on T'Challa. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Fulia, any closing thoughts? Yeah, it was alright. <laughs> uh, Not your favorite I one. Like zombies, no. <laughs> Even cartoony ones. <laughs> what about Plants vs Zombies? I have not played the game. It's too scary. No, I just never got into it. Yeah, it's too scary. <laughs> I've seen other people play it. I've just never got into it. I was going to say, for the record, it's not scary. Nah, it's not scary. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, look, it's just, I'm just... Yeah. Ang- yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. No problemo. Look, zombies aren't my favourite type of 
supernatural creature anyway. Look, the first zombie movie I have seen, and don't judge me, was Warm Bodies. Why would we judge you for that? That's that's a good I movie. I can't remember it's that a, one. It's, it's a rom-com. It's a rom zombie rom-com. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> With Nicholas Holt and Teresa Palmer. Mm-hmm. Don't think I've seen it. It's good. You you might enjoy it. Yeah, it's not bad. Sammy's probably seen it. Possibly, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny because you're getting that take on zombies is com- comical in in a in a way uh, I liked because of there's still there's still some latent intelligence in these zombies, and so you're hearing their inner monologues and they talk to each other through like. Te- uh, telepathy or whatever, oh, yeah. um, and it's it's highly entertaining. Mm. Mm. Yeah, cool. Anyway, that's that's been the our review of warm warm bodies. Yeah. I almost called it warm zombies warm for some zombies. reason. <laughs> um, warm close enough. Zombies. Warm zombies. All right. I will mention this, and then I'll finish. <laughs> okay. I did get a little bit teary with uh, Chadwick Boseman's last line oh i can't believe that that happened i was i was so upset <laughs> i was not ready for that dialogue so fitting but so charming i know like just ear but just eerie right yeah because yeah. like because I, I i mean i said this in my rambling video um but like you know just to think about whether or not he when he recorded that would he have known he was you know, getting towards the end of his fight. Like, that's just something I don't really want to dwell on too much, but it's, I can't help but think about it. It's just, cause it's just, it's just so, yeah. What's the, it's clairvoyant in a way. It's like, it's, it's some kind of, you know, twisted foreshadowing of, of, of mm. life in a sense. I think, but yeah, yeah, I think they probably knew and I, I, that's why they gave, they gave it as plenty of space to have it. Yeah, they let it kind of hang yeah. there, and it wasn't interrupted by any dialogue or any any jokes or anything like that. Yeah, oh, I'm sad. It's so sad. It's all right, but he got to he got to do this yeah. at least. So thank God for yeah, that. It's all right. Just think of zombie zombie Loki. <laughs> what I would give to see that just because it would be Can fun it would be gross <laughs> you're going to anyway zombie Loki eating you oh god <laughs> and that wraps up popcorn <laughs> show this week I have absolutely nothing to say. <laughs> oh my ah, goodness! Because my mind is going straight for the gutter, anyway. So <laughs> and so was he. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been popcorn culture for this week. Yep. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Wow, we literally went from the saddest fucking thing to that <laughs> in like lightning speed. That was brilliant. I hope uh, you like the whiplash. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is whiplash at its finest. 
Oh boy. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> um, oh, I know I did. Um, that was fun. Okay. Yeah. Stay tuned for next week for episode six discussion. Um, but yeah, let's see if the zombies return. Probably not, but who knows? Anything's possible. What if? What if? Uh, all right. Before we go, got to plug some stuff. Of course, as I just mentioned, my non-scripted ramblings uh, videos up every week. My extended detailed thoughts on the latest episode of What If um, on the YouTube channel right now. So go check that out if you're interested. Uh, and then, of course, the other really exciting thing to mention is the fact that um, Fred Watch is back with some lockdown specials. Um, with the lockdown being extended here in Melbourne, uh, we decided to get back to to those fun times and back to s reviewing some Aussie classics like this week's film. Wayne and I discussed, of course, BMX Bandits. Oh, oh, <laughs> um, which uh, was one of Nicole Kidman's earliest movies she ever ever worked on. Um, uh, back in like 1982, 83. So very, very young Nicole Kidman in this. Um, she's very good in it though. It's a, it's a good film. It's, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, and the podcast was great. I really, I really had a great time. Um, Wayne and I enjoyed ourselves discussing BMX bandits and we're going to keep the, um, Lockdown specials alive. Maybe some special guests will join us if they're feeling up to it. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> if not, we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it going. Um, but Mike, you said you listened to the podcast and watched BMX Bandits yes, as well. Yes, I did. Uh, I watched BMX Bandits uh, maybe for the purpose of being on the pod, but because of my circumstances, I was actually looking after a, a sick pregnant woman and. Uh, a, a somewhat boisterous girl who was sick the night before. So yeah. So I wasn't really in the right headspace, and I just needed a decent night sleep. So total, totally understand. And I didn't didn't want to ruin the podcast of me going. Yeah, what? Yeah. Um, Goose was funny. Fuck off. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have ruined it, but. I, I appreciate you taking the consideration. It just ended abruptly. I don't get it. <laughs> the movie. Yeah. It, it did a bit. It was like, oh, they ca they caught the bad guys. Here's their BMX track. Spoilers for BMX Bandits. I wasn't going <laughs> to mention that. but <laughs> well, it, well, it's abrupt the way it, it kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. I was just saying I, I was just loopy. I, I would have been loopy and, and like yeah, nonsensical. Yeah. It was like... Hey, yeah, Nicole Kidman hated doing hated being mentioned by this by this movie, as well as yeah. Kate Blanchett uh, hated the fact that she was on Red Faces back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, cool. I'll be throwing yeah. that tidbit in. It's like it doesn't really match anywhere. It's like it would be like this podcast, but who wants to listen to this fucking thing? You say that, hey, and then people during the uh, Tokyo Olympics, um, one of our Aussie BMX athletes actually won gold, and uh, Nicole Kidman sent out a video congratulating him about it. Oh, yeah. 
Look at Fulia bringing the trivia knowledge. Where were you for the Boom. podcast? <laughs> where, yeah. where were we all? I was doing other things. I was washing my hair. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, w- I was washing hair too. Getting vomit out of it. So BMX Bandits Fred Watch is up on, on all of the podcasting platforms right now. If you're keen to hear us discuss it, check it out. It's a lot of fun. But until next time, I think it's time to wrap up. Ready? One, a two, a three. And, and that, that, that was a was podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Yeah. Remember, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest free content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. Nice. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Cantarmaja. And I've been some. What's in your head? In your head, zombie. Zombie nation. Zombie. Zombie. <laughs> and you, you, you just experienced a podcast, podcast called, called Friend. Friend. Thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to eat beef. And remember, Freddy lives and Loki dies. But he comes back again and again. He comes back again. Hmm. He comes. He comes. He comes. He comes. I'm going to go outside my 5Ks just to fucking... <laughs> Take care of yourself. Uh... Take care of your mental health. <laughs> hey, that's a... Put that on a t-shirt. Take care of yourself. Take care of your mental health. I like that. Well done. Get a vaccine. Redbubble. Redbubble.com. Yeah. <laughs> get a vaccine. We've got Moderna now, so get it in you. Yeah. Get your bloody jab. Get jabbed. Let's get, get jabbed. to the 70%. Get this week. Yeah. Nah, nah, why don't you get a jab? <laughs> Put that on the shirt. And... And... <laughs> See. See.